All right, let's do it. So does your kid need speed training? Is that what your kid is lacking? Does your son or daughter need coaching on speed training? What is speed training? How often should they do it? Do they even need to do it? Are they strong enough to do it? All of this and much more on the first episode of the Insider Bergen County Athlete Podcast. Your host, Joseph Branda here along with Alex Kim. This show is sponsored by JNA Fitness. JNA Fitness, Whitecoff, New Jersey, specializing in weight loss programs for busy men and women. In addition, they specialize in helping Bergen County athletes get faster and get stronger. This is episode one of our new podcast. So, Alex, what's up? How you doing? Awkward. Pumped right now. There's a bunch of wires on the front desk, and uh, but I think we got it rolling pretty smooth here. And what we're going to be talking about today is does your son or daughter need speed training? Um, specific training to get them faster and that is a um, really could be complicated topic but we're gonna try to dive in today and get some of the facts and details of that especially with some examples of athletes that were uh, Alex is working with right now so um, before I chime in Alex what what when we talk about speed training when someone comes in and they go I want to get my son or daughter faster do kids need speed do athletes need speed training Yes and no. All right. Here's how I see it. I think there are a few different ways to look at it in terms of ultimately if you want to really get faster, you should be doing speed, you should be doing strength, power, everything. But now most of the kids who walk in, they're very, very, very weak, meaning they can't do, they can't move any weight, they can't do any, they can't even do a push-up correctly, they can barely do a squat. So what you're saying is you're, you're sugarcoating the fact that kids are weak. Yeah. They're weak, weak. And so would they need speed training if they're weak, I guess? Not at first, no. Not at first. So because so, this is the problem. This is, this is what we see with our athletes is that a parent comes in, they sign their kid up for, for training, and they think that the thing that they need to do is just start having the kid run and get faster, and they, and they feel like speed it's it's the top of well, you you would agree with this right it's the top of everyone's list yes is is trying to trying to uh, trying to get faster you know and and we see it a lot here um and so we also see that the kids are, are very weak you know um what what are you doing to diagnose when a let's so someone brings someone in for an evaluation what are you doing to diagnose whether the kid needs strength or whether they need speed training uh, one of the things I do is one is just have them run, right? Ten to twenty yards, as fast as they can. As fast as they, they can. can, and then I, for the most part, you can eye it out. Now I, I think at a high level, high level athletes, that's different. But majority of kids, I'd say like high you, school athlete. You yeah, just, majority of high school kids, just watch how they run. Ten yards, as fast as you can, and you're telling a lot just from that point right there. Oh yeah. All right. Oh, so wow. now, so a, kid, so a kid does that, you're like, wow, he did not do that that fast. What are you moving on to next? Next one I like is a static, static jump versus a dynamic jump. So all you do for a static jump would be uh, set them up against the wall, have them squat down a few inches. They're gonna stop right there, right from there. When they're ready, they're gonna jump as high as they can, tap on the wall as high as they can. Yep. That's the first one. Second one would be a dynamic squat jump. So same idea, line up in front of the wall. This time you squat down and jump up as fast as you can. Right, so all now, in one motion. Yes. Now they should be within a few inches of each other. The dynamics jump should always be higher. Okay. So if you guys missed that at home, what Alex is saying, that he'll have an athlete just 
I go to a bottom of a bend his knees a little bit. So come down, bend the knees, pause, and then jump from there, measure the height of it versus going down into a squat and jumping straight up in one motion without pausing. And the, the second one should be higher than the first one. And that tells you what? Uh, what that usually tells me if the static jump is Let's higher. Let's say they're the same. They're the same. That's a red flag. That's Your a red dynamic flag. jump should be higher. And if it's a red flag, we're working on, then we're attacking strength is what you're saying. Yes. I will, for the majority of high school kids, yes. It's obviously if you're an NFL linebacker, those guys are just strong, period. Right, right, right. Now, that's not the case. Yeah. But for most high school kids, yeah. Let's, uh, d- let's clear this up right now. Are some kids just fast? Oh, yeah. I mean, this, I mean, I think that's a good thing to talk about that I think that some kids are just fast. They just have it, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, if you're one of the lucky ones that have it, good for you. Um, what, what if a kid's not, let's say, let's just say you're not fast. Could you get a kid faster? Oh, yeah, 100%. But you're saying, well, would you start, you'd start with strength training? I would most start likely. With, yes. Now, let's say, a kid, let's say he passes the test, the first test for speed training. It's, how often would you do speed training then with a kid who passed the test? Let's say you do evaluate him and you're like, man, he could benefit from some speed training. He just has bad technique. If I can get him here, I try to have my guys run every day. Right. Five so you, times just, a week you would just, you would just start working day. on it every day. Yeah, every day. And the kids who fail the test, you're just starting to work on strength training first. Strength training. And then once I get them, within a month, all the kids are like, oh, I feel faster. Like I was playing. My coach said this. Right. Just not running much, just doing some strength work. That's it. The, the, the fastest kids that you currently train, are they strong? Yes. Yeah. And I, I think that's the big disconnect is that we need to, we need to help people understand that it's, I think the problem is not so much that it's speed training. I think that it is strength training. I think we need to get the, the, the athletes um, squatting better. I think we need to get them um, doing all, all those all those movements that we have them doing in the gym they, they need to be they need to be strong right right i mean that's that's super important so if you're so you're saying you could could get a kid faster now let's say a kid just doesn't have it let's say your kid is just not fast he's never going to be fast what is like something that they could work on so that they don't burn themselves out trying to get faster when they know they necessarily can't get that much faster than they are now just being realistic right i mean Depending on the sport, but I think always getting a kid stronger and more explosive, I think those two will always just give a kid confidence. Right. Just that right there. They'll feel right. more confident when they step out. Right, right. What, you can't go wrong with that, I feel like, right? No, never. Like, you you no. can't go wrong with just getting real, ridiculously strong. What about, the, what about the parents that say, well, I don't want my kid gaining weight or getting too strong because it's going to slow them down? What about that? Oof. There are, I think there are a lot of training methods that can accommodate that. I, I, there are a bunch of training methods. Wait, that, that make them slower or faster? That make them faster without getting them bigger. Without getting them bigger. Yeah. Now, is there any training protocols that make them slower? Um, body, bodybuilding style splits. Bodybuilding, okay. Yeah. Which would tries. be like what? Yeah, give us an example. We're okay. doing just chest and tries today. We're just going to bench, dumbbell press, do some flies. Right. And then do some tricep extensions, and I'm going home. Now, that's like what my dad would teach me to do. I mean, not my dad specifically, but a dad would teach his son to lift like that. And then 
come to us and be like, I want to get my kid faster. Right. And you're saying that's making them slower, actually. 100%. Yeah. I mean, if that works, bodybuilders would be the fastest in the world, but we know that's not the case. And that's the furthest from that. Hey, that, so aesthetics wise, like that doesn't mean that you're fast, right? So, I mean, that's a good point. So I think some of those traditional methods of getting stronger that maybe some of the parents out there are like promoting or actually kind of making them, making them slower and the stuff that they don't that they think would make them slower is probably making them faster. You know, squatting, if, if a high school kid could squat, let's say 225 pounds for 10 reps, would that affect their speed at all traditionally? I mean, I know it's like so vague because we don't know the athlete, but let's just say, I don't know, 175 pound athlete squatting 225 for 10. I mean, is that going to make them slower? No. No. Not at all, no. And I just think that, like, I think parents get scared to see their kids lifting a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think you just have to find a middle ground. But, like, I feel like we still have to remember, I mean, getting kids stronger is important, but that's, that's, that can't be the only thing you're doing. No. Okay, good point. Yeah, so then after a while. After a while, you're working on what? Strength, speed, so different types of speed. There's speed just accelerating, so running, like, 10, 20 yards. And yeah. There's actually, depending on your sport, can you... Can you run like 40, 50 meters fast? No, you, there are different types of speed. Do you see that? Do you, do you think that the kids are doing too much agility work, speed work, conditioning work with their teams? So too much of it. And so when they're coming to get a workout in, they're burnt out. They can't even do any more freaking running or. Yeah. From, I mean, from what kids tell me, they're like, oh man, our coach brought in this trainer and then. We're doing these plate pushes, this, that, and, like, my back was killing. And yeah. this is after, like, two hours of soccer. They do an insane one-hour workout circuit that, I mean, I just don't think that it's, it's that beneficial. When you're running them into the ground that hard and then they're coming to me. Right, right. We're working harder to reverse everything right. as opposed to trying to even get them faster. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I really do think that a lot of our athletes are just overloaded. There's way too much going on. Um, I always use the example of like the, even the young kids now pitching, you know, a a pitcher in the major leagues, if you don't make the playoffs are done in October and they won't throw another pitch till like February. You know what I mean? I mean, they're going to go to Bahamas. They're going to like relax, enjoy their family, take time off. So they're not going to throw another pitch for like four months. Meanwhile, your 12 year old is going to play fall ball. They're going to train in the winter. They're going to play spring ball. They're going to play summer ball. They're going to go to tournaments. And, like, they never get a break from throwing. Meanwhile, a professional athlete takes four months off or three months off from throwing. I find that really comical that parents are, like, never give their kid time off. I mean, soccer, obviously, is, like, that all-year-round sport. I agree, but I can guarantee some of those pros are taking a month off. Right. Would you agree with that? I mean, just, like, vacationing somewhere and just relaxing and just... A hundred percent. Nowadays, it's nowadays these kids are, it's like it's season. It's almost like they're in season year round with the amount of work they're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, he needs to go do that. He needs to go lift. He needs to go to his club team, and then at where he is playing for his club team, he's gonna go do some conditioning, some speed work, right. this, that, and that. And then some. Sometimes I think the best thing some of these kids can do, hey, take a week off, take two weeks off. They come back. They're like, oh, I, should, they, I feel amazing. Refresh, like, yeah. stronger, yeah, faster. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, just giving, giving, giving your son or daughter just some time off, I think is like, that could be number one beneficial thing you could do right now is just giving them some time off. 
And then number two is just, um, I, I do think that we are seeing a trend where anyone could be a trainer and anyone thinks they know what they're doing. So I think these team, these, even, even high school teams bring in other trainers to just like come and run them into the ground by doing speed drills or like crazy conditioning circuits when they don't need it is, is another big thing. Um, and then just repetition of like doing it every day could just be, could be pretty damaging to them. Now, what, what is, um, I think we also forget, I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but we also forget that some of the best athletes in the world are like three sport college athletes, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, I always use the example of, um, what's his name, Terrell Owens, even though it's like such an old example. I'm sure there's like 30 million examples that we could, uh, that we could use. Um, but he played like three sports. Like he was like a track star. He was like, he, he did like three sports in college. Not high school, in college he did three sports. And then we like single our kid out when they're like 10 years old and we're like, this is, the, this is your sport now, that's it. You're only playing lacrosse now from 10 years old on. Because if you play anything else, you could get hurt or you, you, know, you won't, won't be able to play the club team at other, any other high level, so like it's not worth it, things like that. Um, could you agree with that, like, that it's just like specializations really early too? Yeah, you know what? The kids who play, the kids who are multi-sport athletes, when they walk in here, they're better. Like, when they're, they're just able to do basic things like push up, this, that, they're just, right. they catch on a lot quicker too. Now, there were, uh, so one thing, big thing is like, one a lot of thing, gyms do Olympic lifting for their athletes. Right. So it's great exercise. Now, Olympic lifters are like known for being able to do, re- jump ridiculously high onto boxes, right. like really high boxes. And some, so people automatically assume, Oh, if you Olympic lift, you can jump higher. Right. But it's kind of like, no, no, no. Your son plays soccer, and then he played. Ba- now he's going to play basketball. That soccer that helped him. Basketball. Right, right. That's the same idea with Olympic lifting to jumping. That's great. I love that because I just do think like kids need more variety, like of of sport. They should try everything. I mean, they should definitely try everything, and they should take breaks from other sports as as they try everything. So, um, so all right. So let's get back to the speed training. So let's say that. Let's go back to some drills that are actually going to make kids faster. Sound good? So what's your number one, number two, or your top one or five or whatever you have? What, what's, what's some of the drills that are going to help kids get faster? Maybe some parents can do it with them or they can um, kind of experiment with it. A super simple one is you can always do just a push-up into a sprint. So lie flat on your belly. You're going to say, ready, set, go. Little you're Jimmy's going to pop. Yeah, your and kid's running gonna as pop fast up as you can. And then run straight forward as fast as you can. Now, people might be like, oh, what is, what's the point of that? When you pop up, it just puts you in a right angle to sprint, to accelerate. More often, okay. than, not, that, more often than not, that helps. That, I see like an 80, 90% working rate on that so one. So push-up position, get up, run as hard as you can for 10 yards. Yep. How much break? About, most kids, I'd say about 60 seconds. 60 seconds, kid, walk 60 back, seconds. do it again. How many reps? Anywhere from six to ten tops. No six more to than 10, ten, but all out effort. Yeah, no more than ten. Ten's even pushing it. All right, that's a good one. What else you got? If you can, always a I like I love the sled. If you have right. access to okay, it somewhere, yeah. a sled. Yeah. S- same idea. It just puts you in the perfect angle of running. Right. Even it doesn't matter if it's heavy or light. That's just puts a, good, you a ang- good angle. Exactly. And then if you do some sort of sled push, you watch them run after. Nine out of ten times, it always looks better. Right. Just the way their entire body is angled. Yeah. 
So if you guys heard that, once again, push-up position, getting up, sprinting as fast as you can with about a minute break and then doing anywhere between six and ten repetitions of that. And how many days a week would you do that? That specific drill, three days a week? Three days, yeah, two to three. Two to three days a week. And then if you can get some heavy sled pushing, we found a lot of success um, with our athletes here pushing heavy sleds. Um, And so just to review, I think that first and foremost, we need to get your son or daughter uh, stronger first, excuse me, stronger first before we get them faster. We see a lot of weakness in kids coming into the gym and not being able to lift weights, not being able to do push-ups correctly, squats correctly. So we need to get them stronger first. And once we get them stronger, we can then focus on some speed training. Um, We don't really do, would you say anyone needs specific speed drills initially? Initially, no. No. So initially, we, we're not looking to do anything specific, um, but we are looking to get them um, nice and strong. And then um, a couple of drills that you could do that we just mentioned to, um, to help them get stronger. So once again, make sure you're giving your son or daughter some break from their routines. Make sure that you encourage them to play different sports, right, Alex? So you would agree with that one. And um, once again, my name is Joe Branda along with Alex Kim, the Insider Bergen County Athlete Podcast. This was episode one, and we will see you guys next time. If you have any comments or questions, please post them below, and we will get right back to them.